Welcome to episode 49 of the Whatnots Review Show. Every week we pick a story and we talk about it. Could be a movie, TV show, anime, manga, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, ingest it however we need to ingest it, and then we come here and we talk about it. My name <laughs> my name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I'm joined as always by Kyle Springer. Kyle, how are you today? I am doing pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I bought a new video game yesterday, so I'm itching to, like, go play that oh, all what'd day you and get? waste my life away. I bought Division 2. Um. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know that one. Uh, have you heard the name Tom Clancy before? Have you seen, oh, like, yes. yeah, so he, they also have made a bunch of video gig gig games based oh, off okay. of his stuff. Uh, Those I this know, one is rainbows and whatnot. Yep, Rainbow Six Siege and stuff like that is a popular one um uh division two is a video game this one's taking place in washington dc and it's in the aftermath of like a what i I guess what they call the dollar flu it's the idea that hey people pass money around a lot what if someone was to like taint some of these dollar bills especially on like black friday yeah and see how fast this disease spreads um and apparently the premise is based off of a real event like the united states i guess ran some simulation of like hey what would happen if something like this were to occur and things spiraled out of control very fast (laughs) and they were like oh shit life is very (laughs) fragile our economy is very fragile (laughs) oh no um so so yeah you're running around the ruins of like dc trying to make things better shoot bad guys kill things yeah if that's what you have to do to help yeah (laughs) there you go um but that's not what we're talking about here today (laughs) it's not today we are talking about green lantern the animated series it is saint patrick's day now as we are recording this yes i've done my god about that (laughs) yeah you're not wearing any green there's no No. green in the frame at all i noticed so i I could pinch you through the screen if technology would allow me the like screen on my game boy back there is kind of g- g- green. I'm going to count that. I'm very green for the listener. I, I'm drinking Bailey's right now. As soon as we're done recording, I'm going to go eat a potato. So I'm really living it up. Wow. So, is- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's why I pitched Green Lantern, the animated series. It seemed on on kind of on theme here. <laughs> as As vaguely... Uh, St. Patrick's Day as we can get. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) This is a 2012 animated show that aired on Cartoon Network. It is from the DC animation team and the Warner Brothers animation team, and it was their first CGI animated show. And it only lasted one season of 26 episodes, and that's what we're we're talking about today. Yeah, it's kind of confusing because a lot of animated shows go in seasons of 13 yeah um especially newer ones and this one kind of followed that format like the 13th Mm -hmm. episode is kind of an ending of like 
yeah. the, the the main storyline that they had been doing. So it is kind of season one and season two, kinda. But everything online just kind of groups it together and makes it all one big thing. So mm-hmm. since it's since it's so short, I'm I'm assuming that's yeah. all that's of why. it. We yeah. watched all of it. We watched all of it. Uh Green Lantern the animated series. Man, this is an underrated show. It is. I'm I'm upset that it only lasted 26 yeah. episodes. Um I know Bruce Tim was one of the executive producers, yes. so who knows exactly how much he had his fingers in the show. Um, but this fits in right with the rest of the animated oh, shows yeah. that they did. The Batman the a- a- animated show, Justice League, all of them. Um, this this has an interesting pedigree because, yeah, yeah, it has the like the history of all the DC animated shows. Uh, and then for C- Cartoon Network, which this I- I aired on C- on Cartoon Network, uh, this was c- kind of right around the time that um, that uh, it it like it it was uh, the Star Wars Clone Wars stuff going on. Like that's happening right around oh. the time. Um, hey, we are getting raided uh, by a p- party of oh. fifteen on. Twitch. So thank you, guys, for checking us out. Thanks to Bort is for my son is also named Bort. There you go. Yeah, so we're we're talking about Green Lantern, the animated series for this episode of the review show, and yeah, we we've not gotten into spoilers and stuff yet but no. let's let's do a like a, a synopsis of the entire show um for people who might not have seen it yet yeah this features hal jordan as the green lantern and it's him patrolling the outskirts of space with space fellow Cop. green lantern yeah that's basically <laughs> what he's doing it's him fellow green lantern kilowog a uh red lantern named razor who is at first their prisoner name. <laughs> and yeah yeah <laughs> he's at first I'm their prisoner Razor. and then kind of becomes their like <laughs> begrudging friend and tries to live a life that's less anger filled and then the ship's ai named aya yes she has like a robot body she walks around in and it's those four characters patrolling space trying to stop other red lanterns trying to stop the manhunters it's but it's got these overarching plot themes to it plot threads like it's not a very like monster of the week bad guy of the week sort of show like there's a lot going on there's a lot of secrets with the guardians of oa and like their past dealings yeah they find other lanterns that baffles me that they didn't know existed yeah it um it 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 kind of starts out the, the the first main villain of the show is atrocitus yes uh, and he's starting up a red lantern core uh, and it eventually kind of moves on that's when the like almost season two thing happens yeah. uh and then then uh more of the manhunters uh start humming out and they are they become a bit of a bigger problem uh yeah. in the second half of the 
show. But yeah, like I said, I really like this show. This is my second time yeah. watching it. I think I watched it uh, shortly after it got canceled mm. originally back in back in the day. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it, it's it like it's one of those shows that I, I, I wish more people had watched. Yes. But you I... you mentioned something that was interesting when you pitched mm-hmm. it, uh, which I didn't think about. But I guess the Green Lantern movie, unfortunately, yeah, came I out forget... around the same time. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, or, or like slightly earlier, maybe. And they tried this and like that movie left a bad taste in so many people's mouths. Like they couldn't, you know, the cartoons yeah. always come down to selling toys and nobody wanted a toy of the show because they're like, well, I didn't like the other Green Lantern. This just looks like him. Yeah. Like you hold up a very basic plastic Hal Jordan next to a very basic plastic like Ryan Reynolds. They don't look that different. And kids are like, oh, I didn't like him. <laughs> I, yeah, they couldn't sell toys. I think like the animation style some people didn't really take a liking to. No, this was not well received. It had its fan base, but it was not widely well received in its time, unfortunately. Yeah. So it got tanked, unfortunately, <gasps> which sucks. Uh, but it's it's it it's a good good show. Highly recommend it if you have not yes. checked it out yet. Uh, I don't. You had the DVDs. Yeah, but... I just watched a couple episodes of this when it was first airing, and uh-huh. I liked it enough to buy the DVDs. But this is the first time I've sat down and watched the, watched entire, the entire series thing. beginning to end. I went and got a subscription to DC Universe mm-hmm. uh, to pick it up. I've I'd been kind of putting it off. I'm a big comic book nerd so you would think that would be something i, I get yeah uh but they it, it was just really c- content light i did i didn't like that you couldn't get all of the dc backlog of comics mm-hmm. and stuff like that uh but they're putting a lot of tv shows and stuff up there they have titans and right now i think they're like midway through uh their season of doom patrol mm-hmm. um Stuff like that. So I, I've, I finally was just like, you know what? I'm going to j- jump in and see. And hopefully uh, if I buy a year's worth, that year will be worth it in the end. Because I know they're putting out a lot more shows and cartoons and stuff like that. Yeah. Cannot wait for Young Justice Season 3. Oh, yes. Um, but yeah. Should, should we start getting into spoiler stuff in a bit here? Yeah, we can dive on in. Sure. A little bit of housekeeping for people before we do that. Um, This show, the review show, uh, we've been live streaming it. We will no longer be live streaming the show uh, since it is kind of a book club style show. It doesn't really make for the best live stream content unless you followed along at home with us. Uh, so we are g- g- going to make our live streams of this show patron only. Uh, Patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us. And for a single dollar, you can uh, get access to the live streams of this show as well as get all of our podcasts early. Uh, we have this show, we have the Captain's Log, which is our like weekly off-topic show, and we just c- kind of started reviving uh, the Reactor Core, yeah. which we have a spoiler cast of the new C- Captain Marvel uh, show up on that as well. The whatnots.com is where you can find more information on all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, do we have any other... I was keeping stuff. I think no, that might just, be it just, for now. Just all the classics. Follow there. us, like us, tell a friend. Please give us a dollar. <laughs> also a green thing. <laughs> yes, more green things for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> um, 
That being said, we are about to get into spoiler territory for Green Lantern, the animated series. Uh, So if you have not checked it out, go watch it. Uh, Go check it out. And this podcast, uh, new episodes come out every Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, And again, you can get them er er early if you support us on Patreon, all that good stuff. Um, But yeah, we are about to get into spoilers. We just want to give everyone a heads up and... There you go. That's our big old spoiler alert thing if you are watching live with us here. Um but there you go, Melissa. Yes. Where where do you want to start out with this? I think I actually show? would like to start with the animation style. Okay. Because I think that I remember hearing that was something that kind of kept people away from this because it's yeah. very simple and shiny and smooth and there's not a lot of like detail or texture to it but it's not primitive looking it's not like it's it's not pixar but it's not reboot either it's sort of right in the middle and i think the style actually reboot i remember that show (laughs) amazing (laughs) (laughs) it's not that it is like five reboots it's much better yeah but i think they use the style very well Like, it's got, like, there's some fantastic little character motions every once in a while. The action scenes look great. The way everything is shot is really cool. Like, that camera that is inside these digital atmospheres moves around in some really interesting ways. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mentioned it, it kind of started around the same time as the Clone Wars, the Star Wars thing. And that show also got a lot of the same flack it was just yeah like, ah, we don't really like the animation style it's weird it's mm-hmm. it's uh kind of blocky I, I don't know i i i liked it but it is yeah. one of those things that is like even star wars clone wars and you could tell as the show got more popular and continued they got more and more money to make it look mm-hmm. better and better um mm-hmm and like we see the early stages for green lantern so yeah it it is there's not very many textures it's very smooth um Mm -hmm. the worlds are kind of empty because they can't afford to have all of the people walking back and forth which is that can be a big turnoff that's one Mm -hmm. of my big complaints it's like these worlds just feel empty and that's yeah. that's not like that. That's not really what I want from a show like this, especially mm-hmm. if they're going off to alien worlds and stuff yeah. like that. I want to see more of these. Like, mm-hmm. what is life like on these these yeah. things? And they just and have I... to tear it down to <laughs> yeah. its like smallest thing. Mm-hmm. I like all the designs that they do use, but yeah, I just wish there were more of them. I wish there were more background it, characters. It looks like they took uh designs based off of like the 2d dc animated stuff Mm -hmm. and just simply made them 3d Mm -hmm. um which is i mean it's it's not it's not bad looking like it the things look fine the character models look fantastic um i i I I think I would really like it, yeah, if there was just a little bit more texture and a little bit more yeah. going on visually. Mm-hmm. Um, but the actual animation, at least on the one that I watched on the DC Universe, it was 1080. So it like mm-hmm. it looked really c- c- crisp. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, then just like it, it just it was one of those things. Like, uh, I mean, thankfully the the stories were actually g- good enough yeah. to keep me interested. Because if the stories weren't all that great, th- th- then I'd be like, eh, the show is kind of whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. So it, it makes up in plot what it's lacking yeah. in visuals. I like the plots of this show. Is very simple like there's never a very complex narrative going on but it's very mature and very emotional and very sincere and i liked that combination of things that it's mm-hmm. not like who and here's a twist and we've got five different factions and they're all fighting like it's the stories are very straightforward but they're about like really serious like death and loss and what is love and what does it mean to be what alive and <laughs> me <laughs> that's the entire plot of like the second half of the the series yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 like the entire like subplot it's yeah. it's like the b plot kind of yeah um, and i really like that this you know arguably kind of action show aimed at like eight to 12 year old boys probably like it's a great show for all audience yeah it's, it's a great show for all audiences but i imagine that was like this is our intended audience this is really who we're trying to get yeah it's a very romantic show there's Oddly enough, out of yeah. the tw- out of the 26 episodes there's something they have romantic to do the star sapphires which is like their whole thing is we're powered by love i love the Isn't star love sapphires the greatest thing in the universe that's what i want to be if star I could be sapphire. one of them, I'd be a star sapphire. The, the weird thing is they didn't, like, that's that's the thing. Down the road, I'm sure they would have dived into some yeah. more of the plot lines around the star sapphires. Uh, Carol Harris being yeah. the star, a, a, a star sapphire, she's actually usually a Green Lantern villain. Oh. Yeah. Like, she, they, like they fight. And at least they used to be in like more like Golden Age and Silver Age comics. They were like villains. So it was this thing of like in their uh, like when they're not in costume, they're in love. But when they're both they're like superhero versions, they don't necessarily know at least right away that it's each other. And they 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 fight and they're you know, Uh, I, I I think actually how knows it's her but she like kind of becomes a different person and so he's like i don't want to fight you god damn it like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> um but then she's just like i hate you blah, blah, blah. and she's blowing things up and stuff or she's i i, I guess not hate you because her whole thing is love mm-hmm. but it's still like she has a certain vision of the way things are yeah. supposed to be and he's stopping it if that makes mm-hmm. sense so who knows? They may have done more with that. Uh, they may have done more with Sinestro, but we'll never yes! know. I love the Sinestro episode. You're getting a little bit choppy on, on me here. One of my... well, what do I do? I think you're back <laughs> now. You were mentioning you loved okay. the Sinestro episode. I love that it was like a very simple like 22 minute version of the thing yeah (laughs) like oh it's jumping from each of us who knows who it could be what kind of test can we do to prove it's us it's this tense little bottle episode yeah i liked it a lot and i really love sinestro himself they got ron perlman to do it 
Yeah, which is an an interesting choice for like voice actor. Um, it it it's it's not one that I would think of because I I when I think of Ron Perlman, (laughs) I think of Hellboy. When he's this like big yeah, burly like big, tough guy, dudes. and Sinestro, it looks like a, like a nineteen twenties like a- a- actor. He has the oh yeah, he looks like the guy the from the pencil artist mustache. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a fake me out Vincent Price, or as as I mentioned on the on our a- episode of the a- a- artist, he looks yeah. like Vincent Budget. So, again, you're getting row body on me, Melissa, and you frozen right now, unfortunately. <laughs> we have a porn network connection. Um, I think oh. you're back now. But, yeah, like, it, it's, it's just, it's not a voice actor that I would think of for Sinestro. And I think he yeah, did really well. Job, yeah. So... Um, what was I? What was I gonna? I was gonna ask something about Sinestro, but now I totally forgot. Oh well. Um, he also ends up in the comics becoming a bad guy. He's the leader of the Yellow Lanterns, Lanterns of Fear. Yes. So that's an an interesting one, and you see him kind of like bend the roles and stuff like that, and be like, "I'm gonna do my own thing." Um, but who That's knows? Narratively, such a great lead in. I like that yeah. they didn't throw the biggest villain in the comics right out of the gate. They like teased him once as just like an ally who could turn to the dark side. Yeah, and which is who knows when was. they would have picked him back up again. Yeah. yeah, I like the way the show was paced. Yeah, it was paced very well. That's that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Speaking of villains, though, what did you think about Atrocitus? Visually, I thought he was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I I didn't pay a whole ton of attention to like his character arc, but I'm like, great voice, looks cool, scary. That's I all like you need. what they <laughs> I like what they did with him ultimately, that like he gets imprisoned. And then later, like, evil Aya pulls him out as, like, the champion of hate to fight against Carol, the champion of love, and then he's destroyed. I love that cap to the end of his story. Yeah, yeah, he's, he, he I, I think he's a good, he's a good vi- villain because it, it, he's, he's a villain in the traditional sense that he's big, he's strong, he looks yeah. scary, he sounds scary. Um, he's full of rage and hate and yes. all of this stuff, and he like he is he's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, he's and a great starter villain. At for the same series. time, he's making some of the characters who maybe at the start of the show, if you're not, you don't really know much about the Green Lantern stuff, you think, oh, the Guardians are the good guys. Yeah, and it 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 really makes them seem like they have no idea what they're doing. Yes. Uh, which is a very uh, common theme in the Green Lantern comics that the Guardians don't actually know what they're d- 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 doing, yeah. and they that screw up familiar. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 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 yeah, like I liked that where because he is a villain, it kind of adds this gray area mm-hmm. into the show, and is is just like well. 
were they right to make these manhunters? Probably not. Should how Jordan really be listening to them then? You know, mm-hmm. what does that say about the Green Lantern Corps that they still listen to them and take orders f- from them? Which they don't necessarily explore, but that theme is at least brought up. Yeah. Like, hey, these guys might not be the best guardians, as their I like name how, might imply. <laughs> I like how fallible all the heroes are. Like, all of them are super flawed and make a ton of bad decisions. They're like, yeah. well, I learned now. Let's keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, in, in one sense, yeah, Hal is a superhero. Like, he, he has this magical ring thing that gives him all these powers. But, yeah, like, I kind of j- jokingly was like, he's a space cop, mm-hmm. which is kind of what he is. And yeah. When you get down to it, a lot of c- cops have to make judgment call. I mean, all yeah. superheroes and stuff have to do that too. But that mm. that like having that like that space cop c- kind of procedural vibe. Like there is something like you're you're going to have to be put in situations where you don't necessarily know what to do or what you think yeah. is right might not necessarily be the right thing, or you're taking o- o- orders from someone who's corrupt and yeah so like it it has that stuff in there which i which i really like yeah green lantern i think is one of the few big superheroes that has a boss that kind of is a superhero professionally as his job and he has to figure out am i be like are they reliable sources of information are they telling me something skewed yeah and it's the search for the truth as well as for justice yeah which is which is kind of why they uh in in the comics why they started to introduce John Stewart and Guy Gardner and stuff like that cuz he is how how Jordan was uh the green lantern of a certain sector of space yeah. not just earth like he has like a big huge portion of the ga- 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 of the galaxy all to himself and then he was only on Earth for most of Like, he'd be on Earth and then on Oa mm. if they needed him for mm. something there. Maybe every now and then he'd have an adventure in space, but he'd primarily be on Earth. And that was just kind of strange. Mm-hmm. And so then that's when they started to introduce John Stewart, uh, which I have his first appearance signed. Uh, oh! The and I have it signed by the artist which is fantastic neat um and yeah like it was one of those things like well maybe we do have a green lantern of earth one that just helps out with the justice league and all of that stuff and then maybe we have one that uh you know actually patrols the sector and is in space and does stuff Mm -hmm. like that uh and then eventually it was like well we it it got to a point in the (laughs) in the comics uh, and i'm I'm talking about like really old comics from the <laughs> 80s here uh that they had to the the green lantern core kind of got destroyed and dismantled and stuff like that so they had hal jordan be the one to rebuild the core so he was mm-hmm. the one kind of going around all of space 
like recruiting new um new green lanterns and one of the ones he recruited was that like disco ball looking one yeah i like that guy um and he was in there the squirrel uh he was one of them no he he wasn't one of the new recruits but he was one of the like surviving green lanterns and was like oh man we're stuck with him <laughs> we're stuck with a squirrel we're stuck with salak which in in the comics i hate salak he's terrible um which he's, one's salak he's the one on oa he looks like like an alien bug looking thing he's the one oh. that like would work the do- oh, do- doors like the and stuff weird like that 90s haircut that guy no like the slug guy okay. no not not that guy he uh salak was the one working the doors um it, when uh episode like 12 or 13 when okay. atrocitus is attacking oh Oa. yeah oh the guy with like four arms yes that and guy. only four okay yeah um, in the comics, he's just like an old of man. Of course he is. I see that. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, why are you even here, Salak? No <laughs> one likes you. Um, but yeah, so he's he's in this. So it's neat to see all these different green yeah. lanterns. Like, oh, there's that guy from that thing. And there's there's that guy. Whoops. <laughs> I hit my mic. Um, but yeah, like it, it's fun to see all of that. But I'm, what I'm I re- wondering where they would go now that they're all already there. If that makes sense. They'd make up new ones. They'd go find the other colored lanterns. Like, there'd be more blue lanterns. So one but more... I- hard to <laughs> I- I- interrupt. One more aside, c- c- kind of about the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a storyline where Hal Jordan basically turns evil. Oh, and- boy kills all the green lanterns basically and so like i i am wondering like like what happens when they want to do that storyline and they just kill off all the green lanterns except for a couple of of them and stuff like that who knows i digress my useless (laughs) i was gonna say comic book knowledge no, it's nice to hear. <laughs> I, what I love about the Lantern Corps is a concept. And oh, I no don't, I've never read one of them. Like Superhero Cup? Yeah. Oh, there's no Lantern on there? No, it's Superman, Batman, and the Flash. I like the... I don't know very much about comics. I especially don't know very much about DC or anything outside of Batman. Like, Batman, because he's the biggest, like, you pick up a lot of knowledge about mm-hmm. him, just if you know anything about nerd stuff i guess like i've never read a single thing about the green lanterns but they are my favorite like concept for heroes because it's so inclusive like there's all those colors there's a space for everybody and even within just like one there's there's the green lantern that's a planet there's mogo where you're from or who you are but you, if you've got the right spirit in you, you can be officially a hero. I love that. I like how inclusive and elevating and positive the whole thing is. Yeah. Um. So the the multiple cores is kind of a relatively new thing. It um 
I, I, I don't know exactly when it was made. I'm sure it was like Jigajajans or someone like that. I know the yellow core was around because of Sinestro, but stuff like the blue lanterns, the red lanterns, all of that stuff, I think that's a relatively newer concept within the Green Lantern lore. Um, but I, yeah, like it's, it's, it's neat to see all those different factions, like in not factions, but different cores. That's one thing I would also kind of like them to explore. Like if, I mean, I, I guess they're not making more of this show, but like, that would be one thing that I think Avatar The Last Airbender did really well is it explored all of these D- d- different countries and stuff like that all all those different b- 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 all those different benders yeah i think um, one of the producers of the show was one of the avatar producers Giancarlo maybe, volpe maybe, that name yeah. sounded familiar to me and i think that's where i know it from um and and uh yeah like it's 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 one of those things that i like i, I wish they would have explored that a little bit more yeah, we start to see some cool characters. Like, there's what's his name, Saint Walker. Saint Walker's is, the best. It's just a sweet name. Yeah, and, and he's just like he just makes like a little small cameo thing. You know, and it's just like ah, like I would c- kind of like to see more of him. He's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I let's see one more little fact about Mogo. I think if I'm not mistaken, Alan Moore created him the guy that wrote watchmen and v for vendetta something he'd do yeah he he had a number of uh like one shot issues of green lantern stuff um that was just like hey here's the like what if a whole planet was a green lantern (laughs) um there's another one where a character goes into another universe uh thing and uh, she finds this character who is color blind so she doesn't understand the concept oh. of a green lantern oh because one green is color but she like she's not just well she's she must be completely blind it, it must be that because she also doesn't understand what a lantern is like she mm. has no idea of just like the the idea of light and stuff like yeah. that um and so it's this weird thing of like what do you do when you would encounter a character like that Especially one that has the potential to become a Green Lantern, oh. and so yeah, it's 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 fascinating stuff. Um, but but yeah, let's see what did uh, let's we we t- talked about the art and stuff like that. What did you think about uh, Aya as a character because she becomes even more important in the second half of the show. I liked her. I love how her story starts, that she's just the ship's AI, and she sees what they're doing, and she's like, I, I'd like to do that, too. I would also like to officially be a Green Lantern. And they're like, well, well you're a ship. What will we have to put the ring on? She's like, okay, I will make a body, then. I will be a Green Lantern. And yeah. she just takes charge. She builds a body for herself, and that's abs- like Green Lanterns are willpower. It's such a Green Lantern thing to do. Yeah. It, 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 it is um I, I liked her character a lot i think it it add i i think it was one of the late ad- 
traditions of the show, though, and I mean that in the best way possible. Because yeah, I do she think puts it together. Yeah, she she holds things together, but it was one of those things. It's like we have Hal Jordan and we have Kilowog. Who else mm-hmm. should we have? Sinestro, eh, Sinestro yeah. might be a little too much of a you know, you, you, you know he is a bad influence type of thing. We don't want him like on the team. No one likes Salak. Yeah. No one likes the squirrel. No, you know, like all of that <laughs> stuff. Uh, and so yeah, I I think they kind of made up they're like what if we what if their ship has an ai but the ai is like has this personified view if that Mm -hmm. makes sense um but i think it worked out really well yeah that makes sense yeah i love aya and there is something a little iffy about this big conflict of the show essentially being boiled down to woman loves god guy breaks up with her she turns super evil and powerful and tries to destroy everybody but it makes sense in this storyline because it's you know she's a this ai and she's trying to figure out emotions at all and razor's trying to figure out emotions at all and it's just like this big tangle between the two of them and because she's like you know what is life what is death what is good what is evil what is emotion what is the what is logic and she's got access to this incredible power it just right. blows up into this giant conflict and in this storyline i think that works and i really like how it turns out that she gets talked down from it like mm-hmm. no you've got an emotional core in you you can never get rid of that and you never should get rid of that yeah well the, the big twist is that she's not fully a robot like she's not only an artificial intelligence there's something living in her yeah yeah which i i don't know if that's a thing in the comics like if that's the like uh like hey the the green lantern like energy or whatever it is uh if that is like based off of a living creature i don't think it is in the comics who knows but um i i think it ended up working really well for the show yeah it, it is in there well i mean it's <laughs> they it, it works really well i think because they don't explore it yeah if that makes sense like it's one of those yeah. things like i don't want to know where the joker actually came from or what mm-hmm. his o- o- origin story is because it's unknown that's what makes mm-hmm. it scary because yeah. there's this mystical power that is this unknown thing of where it came from and these g- 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 guys are just harnessing it like that's really neat i don't want to know exactly what that power yeah. is because then it kind of ruins the illusion if that makes sense so mm-hmm. who knows I really like the relationship between Razor and Aya, and mm-hmm. I really liked it in contrast to the other relationships on the show, sure. because you look at Hal and Carol, and like Hal goes off in the very first scene of the show, I think, or in the very first episode, it's him just as, you know, the test pilot, and he goes off on some mission, and the plane crashes, and he gets out, and he goes back, and he finds Carol, and Carol, like, runs to him and hugs him and then like slaps him and is yelling at him like what are you doing you destroyed this plane i was so worried about you and he's immediately like so gentle and so tender with her and i like that he's completely honest and earnest and sincere with carol and carol's the one that's like i'm mad at you i like that she was the brash one and he was like oh oh, yeah no i know 
and he she's, was the more tender one. She's very much the like business woman. Yeah. Like I like I, we need to get things done the way I Absolutely. need to get them done, and he's just like <laughs> I'm just gonna do whatever I feel like. <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna like go do that. some crazy stunts and stuff I, like that. I like that between them, and I liked Kilowog with that um Galena, that woman he meets on that planet, mm-hmm. and he very he's very recognize he recognizes easily the fact that he likes her he's like i miss her and he's not shy about it he's not like oh, there's nothing wrong with me i just let's get let's get out there and fight and do good he's like i miss her i feel bad i like that these two guys are so they are the big you know punchy action heroes but they're also yeah very in tune with their feelings and they're not shy about falling in love and doing that but razor razor's the one you're like i don't have feelings he's more like prince zuko yes he's very zuko like like almost to a t where he has Mm -hmm. he's just filled with anger and rage and all of this stuff but he kind of like and even when he joins the, like the team and he becomes a good guy, he still has this like grumpy demeanor. Yes. <laughs> and and yeah, he and he he just like like it it he has this thing thing where he's still he's still angry, he's still sour, but you know he has this one soft side for him. Yes. So like it's even still all of the characters have this big uh, like grizzled mm-hmm. exterior, <laughs> whether it's anger or uh, Kilowog is like the military drill instructor, tough yeah. guy. Hal is the like hot shot superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they all have this soft spot for the ladies in their lives. Yeah, I like that all of them had a romantic interest, and I like that you had two of them that were very very honest and open about it and then it's the one that still has to work on his emotional intelligence yeah. and I like that we get to see that journey for him and for the other two it's mostly done they've already arrived at that point enjoy yeah there you go um so let's let's t- t- talk a little bit about the manhunters now and that, that yeah. whole thing um so like the first half of the show, we kind of find out that the Manhunters exist, or they existed, mm-hmm. and they were a creation of the Guardians. Uh, there was a failed experiment, and then they went on to make the Green Lanterns. Uh, yeah. And because the experiment failed, that's kind of how Atrocitus came to be. But then, second half of the show, the Manhunters come back. Um, mm-hmm. But they're kind of being led by what looks to be this like real victorian manhunter <laughs> like he's a, he yeah. has all this like flowery designs on him and it like there's mm-hmm. go, go, go gold and navy blue and stuff like that he's very uh, glam yeah he, he is it turns out that's not really a manhunter it's the anti-monitor the anti-monitor mm-hmm. um which i thought was a very interesting choice for yeah. this show Anti-Monitor was a name I recognized as being one of the bigger DC Comics antagonists. So is this real close to the usual comics presentation? Uh, no. Okay, because it it seemed different than what I thought it was. This seems, it's it's like a mix of 
yeah it's just like a mega manhunter they mixed Mm -hmm. like the lore of the manhunters krona's story and then crisis on infinite earths all into like one thing here Mm -hmm. and that's how we get the anti-monitor that we do in this show um they kind of mentioned krona yeah in this show his whole thing as they mentioned he's a scientist and the Guardians uh, eventually had this big, like, technological boom, and they made a device that allowed them to study the past. Their one rule, though, was you can never go back to the creation of time, because if you do that, Uh it's going to screw things up, or to view it, you would have to kind of be there before time, and that makes some weird science paradoxy stuff um yeah and he was like fuck that i'm 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 gonna go do the unspeakable uh and so yeah like he he views the beginning of time and he sees that weird thing where it's this like hand holding the thing he's like who is that like what the hell um and eventually that leads to a number of green lantern stories and stuff like that but that also eventually leads to to crisis on infinite earths where you have the like regular universe and then you have the antimatter universe okay thing um and that's where the anti-monitor is from and he's uh gotten into the regular universe and he's destroying all of these worlds he's eating them up um and yeah that's basically the plot of crisis on infinite earths because that's when they learn oh there's a multiverse of all of this stuff and he's been destroying all of these multiverses and we're next um and yeah and, and so they like they mix that and Krona story and then he's a manhunter though he's like he, he just looks like a big manhunter like, mm-hmm. uh, so I, who knows um it, i i i think it worked for yeah. what it was it was it was just an interesting like it's not it's not something i i think most people would have thought about doing like what if we mix mm-hmm. these stories and combine them and condense them uh into kind of a new thing yeah. Wow, I liked it. I don't I don't know much about the anti-monitor besides what you have just here now told me. But when you think about it as just yeah. words, like anti-monitor is basically somebody who is not paying attention. And that's kind of what the last couple episodes are about. Like Aya's not really looking deep enough inside herself to say like, no, you don't want to do this. You're just saying you have to destroy all sentient life because you've been hurt and it's okay that you've been hurt and you can embrace that and move forward yeah oh that might be very silly but i think anti-monitor is a decent name a thematically appropriate name for the villain associated with all this i i think the name fits more to to that theme in this show Mm -hmm. of, of, of your idea of just not paying attention like hey you're like you're not doing the right thing you're you're yeah. you actually are a living being if you do what you say you're gonna do you're gonna kill yourself like what is this like <laughs> um so yeah uh, speaking of multiverses what did you think about that steampunk episode because that was wild i yeah that's that's a bit of a weird one yeah um i i think that was their idea 
Yeah. I don't know, man. I was, I was going to say like that, that was their idea of having the alternate dimension where yeah. the anti-monitor came from and mm-hmm. why he looks the way he looks, why he does have the like Victorian like steam mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, it seemed like an odd choice. It did. And it's so, it's a good episode, but it's just like, it is. I, that seems just like it's, a strange choice. It, it's not quite gimmicky. Like, I think this show did come out at, like, the height of steampunk being a thing. So it is just like, yeah. eh, what's a kind of alternate universe we could go to? What if it was Steam Lantern? So it, it does, it's jarring. It is kind of out of place. But you're right, it is a good story. Like, for as brief as they're there, you really do get to know those characters. And they have a great you know, story going on there. I love the lady scientist and her just like dopey boyfriend who's just the muscle for her and she's the one in charge and she's like, okay, let's get to work and slaps him on the butt. They they could have done the whole Earth 1, Earth 2 mm-hmm. thing and have a- Alan Scott be the green oh, lantern because yeah. he's the original one. Um, yeah. And they, I think they made a reference to him. They're like, I, I don't know a green lantern with a cape. I, I'm pretty sure he has a. Cape. Oh, is that who that I is? I think it is. I could be wrong. Okay. Um, but yeah, like it's 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 one of those things. Like, why didn't they just do that? Like, where he is, he has. It's more of a magic based thing rather than he's a member of the Green Lantern Corps, and it's a he's a Golden Age hero. So he's around when mm-hmm. like he's he's out there like stopping. Tr- trains and he you know uh, like (laughs) making sure no maidens are tied to those trains by men with handlebar mustaches exactly and yeah like it's like i'm kind of surprised that they didn't do that but they chose to do guy gardner yeah i don't know how familiar are you with guy gardner (sighs) i I know which one's Hal and which one's John, and then I know there's also Kyle and Guy, and I forget like they just mix right. up into one guy for me. I don't, I don't, I don't know the differences so between them. So you know how now Jordan, I have this. Yes, you know John Stewart because he's the African American one. Yeah. Um, how Jordan is more of the like hotshot pilot. Okay. Um, John Stewart, he's an architect, so he's mm. he's when when he makes. Constructs. It's like it's buildings. Like they're very intricate, but it's it's more about uh, like defense and stabilizing things. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So he he's more of a builder in that sense. Um, Guy Gardner. I hate him. He's a douchebag. He's a misogynist. He's a sexist. Like he's just (laughs) terrible. He's awful. Um, But. Every now and then, he's he's good for some like comedic. Is he relief. one of those guys? It's like, whoops, we didn't realize what a jerk he is. Or no, he's kind of a jerk on purpose. And like that's he's the kind point of a of jerk him. on purpose. Okay. and that's the point of him. Um, he actually, so yeah, I mean, he kind of comes across like a douchebag. They don't really mm-hmm. go into it much on this show, but he has that that vibe to, yeah. to him. In the comics, I believe he started out as a social worker. And he was a lot huh. more normal. Um, and then I think he eventually discovered that how – it's not that he discovered that how Jordan was Green Lantern, but I think somehow Hal was incapacitated. And the, the it turns out that um, 
Guy Gardner would have been the number two pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's the after... Neville Longbottom of all this. Yeah, basically. Um, and so with, with how incapacitated the ring went to him and he became a Green Lantern for a short time. Uh, and then I think in the process of that, he hit his head, had a, like a really traumatic head inj- 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 injury. Uh, and then kind of became this really like, just like you're not a good person. Like you, Ooh. you're you're a misogynist. You you are like this terrible person. Um, and then Hal came back into the picture. They both ended up being Green Lantern somehow. I don't remember, but 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 yeah. So he's just this complete dick. Uh, and there's a there's these comics called justice league international that has one of my favorite scenes my favorite interactions Mm -hmm. in 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 like all of comics in 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 that and if you read it you know exactly what, what i'm talking about um but there's a scene where batman is trying to get the justice league back to together uh it's right after this event where they all like you know like justice league no more um and He's he's trying to get the team back together, and Guy Gardner is one of the members that you know is coming back. But he has that hotshot thing where he's like, "I'm Green Lantern of Earth. Like you guys need to listen to me, mm-hmm. not Batman. Who does he think he is?" Uh, and there's this interaction that happens where Batman just punches him and knocks him out in one oh, sure. punch. Of course he can. And yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there he's m- 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 mouthing off, and Bat- 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 Batman is just having none, 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 none of it. He just d- 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 decks him right, right in the face, and he knocks him un- unconscious. And uh, it's like Mister Miracle and Blue Beetle are sitting there, like one punch. Holy shit! He knocked him out one punch. What the fuck? And then Black canary like runs in the room what happened and they're like he just knocked he's like i missed it no (laughs) like they all hate him they're all just like i wanted to see guy gardner get knocked out i'm like i love this this is amazing it does sound fun um but yeah he's he's a green lantern that i don't like and i i don't think he's he's not as popular um because i mean like i i i'm very much painting him as this like terrible person and he definitely has a a lot of those moments but there are times when he's not as bad or they like hal and him come to an understanding you know Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but i would have much rather seen john stewart especially since we know him from the justice league animated Seriously, like I would have liked to him. see him. I think there's the something he was. He's something they were they going to him. ultimately build to. Yeah, were this to last any longer than it did, they re- referenced him. Once. And I get why he's not in it, so that they can, because he's the Green Lantern most people would be familiar with if they weren't a fan of the comics. Like just watching TV, I, he would be I the one you would have seen the most times. The backlash to when the Green Lantern movie <laughs> came out, and they're like, why are they whitewashing Green Lantern? He's supposed to be b- black. I'm like, well, he's one of them. <laughs> but yeah. uh, <laughs> he was in that one cartoon you watched, but uh, 
Hal Jordan like, is actually the one that most people know. Yeah, so I kind of get why Jon Stewart isn't in this right away to sort of get people used to, here are the other ones. And then, like, just sort of give it its own space to I mean, play it before it's like, and here's been the, the guy thing, you know. It could have been the thing where they they put out this cartoon before the movie mm-hmm. with Hal Jordan, hoping, again, like what you yeah. said, get people used to this idea, oh, there's more than one Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, and more than one Green Lantern on Earth, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then the movie came out. So hopefully they would know. It's like, oh, that's yeah. how. That's the guy that I know from the cartoon, you know. Uh, and then the movie did terribly, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they were like, uh, "Whoops! Eject! Abort! Abort!" <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, this poor sacrifice. Yeah. So, who knows? I, I did like uh, to get back to the whole anti monitor and yeah. I, I, I uh, thing. I did like how they did the the thing where like she blew off his face and then like yeah over his body. That was badass. Yeah, she's just walking around just like this is her own personal Gundam now. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's like, no, she didn't decapitate me. She just pop. She just like pop my head off like I'm a Lego. No, I, I've still got all the stuff I need up here in my head. So he's just this disembodied head yeah. who's trying to control things again. Green Lantern is, it's like you said that this is one of your favorite like concepts. This yeah. is one of the ones in the DC universe that like ultimately isn't really a superhero comic. It's more yeah. of like sci-fi and space yeah, it, cop like, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it is a sci-fi cop show. It's a very emotional sci-fi cop show is what it sounds th- like this to I- me. This idea of like this robot who had its head popped off and can still operate outside of its b- 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 body is very much that whole, um, oh God, what's his name? The Cthulhu dude. Oh, H.P. Lovecraft? Yeah, it's very kind of Lovecraft huh. in that way of, 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 here's this disembodied head in a jar that's still operating and still doing things, yeah, you Yeah, know? that is kind of like, it is a sci-fi version of old, like, early 20th century pulpy horror sort yeah. of stuff. Which, like that. Which yeah. Green Lantern comic sometimes gets into, because they go to all of these alien planets and stuff like that and like sometimes they're in ones that they've never explored um some you you know there's like i mentioned there's that one like what happens when they go to an alternate or not an alternate dimension but they go to a planet where the person who is like next up on a to you know to, to be a green lantern their whole species doesn't understand the concept of light so mm-hmm. they don't know green or lantern. Like yeah. they have no c- concept of what oh, this thing so could neat. be. Um, there was an, 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 another one. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, it gets into that more like the elder g- 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 gods horror yeah. type of stuff. And it's just like yeah. this is this is really neat that it's this yeah. like sci-fi like space horror story yeah and, and like that's what the sinestro episode is like yeah and that's why i loved it another yeah. episode like that i want to single out is the one where all of their rings are drained absolutely dry so it's not just that now they Battle, don't have powers now they called. don't have armor 
their rings provided the like galactic translator. If those are dead, Hal and Kilowog and Razor cannot understand a word the other ones are saying. Yeah. And they have to like pantomime their way around. <laughs> that was really neat. Yeah. That's a that's a g- g- good one. I like that one. That one felt the most like an episode of Star Wars the Clone Wars to okay. me. Okay. Um that and the whole uh what was I forget the they went to the planet and there was the queen who was looking for the king and it was like the like security guard wanted oh, to yeah. be the king because he's like, well, I can do it because I'm, uh, you know, I know how to lead men, which mm-hmm. means I should also be the next Green Lantern. So, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that that like that whole stuff of, of just like we go to a planet and they're in some c- kind of political turmoil mm-hmm thing is what they often do in the clone wars um yeah i like i i think this show was as good as it was because it had the clone wars kind of under its belt it was the same network you know it had the justice league all those animated series it just did so well yeah, the Warner Brothers Animation Group has turned out some great stuff because they were also doing Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated around this time. Okay. And I think they're different branches. I think, like, the older, like, cartoon stuff is different than, like, the they DC have, like, comic stuff. Like, they might have, like, a more, like, Hanna Barbera. Yeah, I think it's got some of the same, like, producing affecting all of it. And that was a strong period. We had this. Yeah. We had Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. There was the Looney Tunes show, which was the Looney Tunes characters reimagined in, like, a like a wacky neighbor's sitcom. And when I describe it, it sounds terrible, but it became <laughs> hysterical. It got so strong. That's good. That's good. Um, Let's see. Was there anything else I wanted to talk about with this show? Trying to think of some more of the like one-off episodes that were really yeah, good. I like the I like the steampunk one. Steam I really like that that villain. I like that episode because the villain was like, "Oh, I didn't realize my actions were being misinterpreted. I repent. I repent everything." And he's one of the few villains that we got to see do that over the course of this series. You can tell yeah. that some of them might be doing that later on or oh it turns out you were actually right like zillius socks i think the big floating head man he was yeah a villain but then it's like the okay that looks like a flying testicle yeah yeah it's like <laughs> okay you kind of you had a reason to be a villain and there's that one steampunk guy who's like oh i didn't realize everyone was so scared of me i'm sorry i'm gonna do better if we can all survive this I like that. I like knowing that that world's still out there with that guy, like, really actively trying to be a good person and to clean everything up. And then there's the cool lady scientist and her, like, big, you know, hulking, cute boyfriend. There you go. Again, it's a weird, it's a weird story, but I liked it a lot. And it felt very fleshed out for seeing, for being something so original and whole cloth and, like, not based on anything in the comics, just based on a popular aesthetic trend of the time. I mean, who knows? It's, it might be in a weird one-off. Yeah, I mean, if we've got Gotham, but... if we've got Gotham by Gaslight, maybe we yeah. do have Steam Lantern out there. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wanted to bring up the Larflees episode. Yeah! There's that's another an inter- good one. interesting one. So I mentioned earlier in the show, there's some comics where how Jordan goes evil and he starts killing all the green lanterns. Uh, there's a famous, I believe it's the cover, uh, of the of one of those issues where how Jojo Horton is sitting there with his his fist like this and he has all the rings yes, like I've on all of his this. stuff and they made a reference to that in the Larflees episode where how Jordan so the whole thing about Larflees is he's an orange lantern mm-hmm. the orange lanterns are based off of greed um, mm-hmm. which is a really interesting concept and yeah, yeah. end up being a lot like the Sith. Okay. Like the Star Wars Sith, because the Sith have the rule of two. There aren't other Sith. <laughs> well, there, 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 there used to be. There absolutely used to be. Uh, but then Darth Bane, I believe it was, instituted the, the rule of, of two. No, I just like that you said the Sith. The Star Wars Sith, as if I was going to confuse oh. that with a, a single other property. I didn't even realize I, I, <laughs> I said that. Oh, um, not like the Sith I have in my hometown? Oh, like yeah, you, just, you know, the, the, the Sith right around <laughs> 23rd Street, you know. The Sith gangs prowling. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the, 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 the Sith, the Star Wars Sith... <laughs> Uh, they they have the rule of two, which is basically there can only be two Sith, the master and his oh, yeah, a- yeah. apprentice, because anyone outside of that they see as a threat of someone who could take that power, and so they kill them. And so in a similar fashion, the Green Lanterns get to this like weird looking like ancient temple thing and there's mm-hmm. all these hieroglyphs of all these orange lanterns and stuff like that but it looks like there's treasure everywhere in in the thing but it's not actually treasure it's just all of the o- orange rings yeah and it, it's just like there was a lot of these guys and they are all dead because <laughs> somehow larflees made it on top he he was the one that won, um, and so he's sitting there with it like the orange little lantern and all of these rings, and he's like, "It's mine, my precious." Um, but how Joe Jordan gets it, and he becomes really g- greedy, and he picks up a bunch of the rings, and they're all on his fingers, and it has that like, <laughs> and um, yeah, like that 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 was a, a neat one. That I uh, that I liked. Another episode I really liked was the one with the Hawkman. Oh yeah, the Thanagarians. Yeah, I I I like the Thanagarians. They're really cool. Wish there was more of them. Yeah, the hopefully show. they turn up again because that guy was a really well, fun antagonist for that they episode. Pr- they probably won't, considering oh. the show got canceled. But who uh, knows if DC Universe maybe yeah. will b- 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 bring it back? Who knows? I just um, want to see more lanterns in any form. Like, I don't know if the DC Cinematic Universe is set up because they might be set up to include them if they wanted to. I don't know if that's actively in their plans, but they've they've got it. They could be right there. I don't right know if there. they have much of a cinematic universe anymore. I want to see them at least try. I, I saw something online that apparently Ezra Miller's contract as The Flash... Mm-hmm. In the DC Cinematic Universe, runs out in like April 
or, or like Whoa. May. Wow. And so they have to like start filming this movie soon or like restart his like sign him for a new thing. Huh. So and they've I I I also heard something that the new Wonder Woman movie isn't really a sequel. I don't know how true that stuff is, but that's one of those things. Maybe they're just going to start doing Elseworlds movie. Like, hey, here's this one time, you know, huh. here's this one That'd story about one. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that would work fine. Um, but so I, I, I guess to get back to the Larflees episode, kind of that yeah. brings me back to, my, I guess, my last topic that I want to talk mm-hmm. about with this thing is the other cores i think yeah. they they I, I think the show does an interesting job of mm-hmm. kind of introducing you to the other cores out there I, I don't necessarily know how true it all is to like their actual origins excuse me mm-hmm. um I, I i know the origin of the yellow lanterns because i've read that one but that's about it like i i don't i, I don't know mm. the rest of them i know they exist and stuff like that but um so I, I yeah i don't know if it was like oh there was uh the orange lanterns have been around for centuries that you know and yeah. that's why you don't see him and all that stuff. Who, who knows but I, I liked that they didn't just thrust you into the concept of, hey, you are a member of the Green Lantern Corps, but there are multiple other cores yeah. out there. It starts you with only that one thing. Yeah. And the first, like, instance of, hey, there's maybe another core out there is the rising threat in, mm-hmm. in, in like, the first half of the yeah. show. And then it's like, oh, well... There's also the star sapphires who are kind mm-hmm. of pink lanterns. Mm-hmm. Then there's hope. So there's mm-hmm. ca- there's the blue lanterns that are just starting out. It's a new phenomenon, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, but yeah, it, I yeah. think it did a good job of introducing. Yeah, I think I I thought it was paced well. I like that there's stuff for the characters to learn and discover, especially in how big their galaxy is and how diverse mm-hmm. the membership is. Like. Oh, there's entirely other colors of lanterns like we have not encountered yet or that like somebody knew of and didn't tell us. Again, it goes back to the relationship with the Guardians and are they always being reliable narrators to them? And I don't know much about comics, but I do know the multiple lantern cores and what colors they are and what they do. This is one of the few times I'm like, I have an up. I know this thing. (laughs) There you go. Good stuff. Did do you have a favorite one? You mentioned wow. Star Sapphires that you I think that's you the one those. that's the one I would be, but I oh, I love the blue lanterns. Also, those are my brother's favorites. And I like okay. things that my brothers like. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still like eight years old inside my soul. It's like my brother likes that one, so I also like that one. But they are one of the best parts of this series. Yeah. Saint Walker's very cool. Yeah. That was neat. That was neat. I I I I want to see the lanterns explored more in that sense because they, I like, I don't want them to fall into the, uh, av- like as much as I like Avatar: The Last Airbender, mm-hmm. they oversimplify a lot of things in that mm-hmm. show with this idea that like each nation is its own like type of bending, and so yeah. all the people in that nation are are like characterized by that type of stuff. Yeah. Right? Um, whereas the Lantern Corps can p- 
coal from multiple different species, multiple different yeah. planets, all that stuff. So, I, like, I I like the idea that the blue lanterns, which are hope, kind of have this calming meditative state. But then you have the like two or three characters we see are kind of based off of like Buddhism and there's yeah. elephant there's Saint Walker who's an alien but he is this like he's doing all of these hand signs and you know stuff like that and it's like I I like that but I would like to see someone like yeah. Kilowog be in the Blue Lanterns like who is their drill instructor? Well Razor's gonna do it Razor's yeah. gonna well, get there he's, he's picking up techniques and mm-hmm. stuff i i don't know if the name razor would really fit for a, a blue <laughs> lantern it's such an edgelord name I it, razor. it is and he you, is you that the guy movie dodge ball yeah like, this yeah. is laser and that's blazer and that's razor <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the point of him at the beginning. The point is to take the edgiest guy possible yeah. and then watch him drop all of that and turn into this like sweet guy who's like, here's all my blue hopeful lantern stuff and my cool robot girlfriend. There you go. Uh, wasn't there? What 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 cartoon am I thinking of? There was some c- cartoon about like, was is it my life as a teenage robot or something? Yep. Yeah. Okay, I th- I think in my head I was mixing that and my date with the president's daughter, and so I was coming up with like my date with a teenage robot. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's about all I have to say on Green Lantern, the animated series. You have yeah. any final remarks? No, just that it's real good. And I think it's got a lot of different stuff in there. Like I said, this mm-hmm. is kind of a boyish like action adventure show, but I, there's so much romance in it. There's so much romance in it. Yeah. yeah. So there's a little bit of everything for everybody. There you go. Um, I agree with that. I think it's underrated. Go check it out. It's on DC Universe. Uh, so if you sign up for that, you can watch Titans and Doom Patrol and all the new shows that they're coming out with. And... Green Lantern, the animated series. Um, I've mentioned him a billions of times on this episode already, but I would say go check out uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars if you liked this show, mm-hmm. as well as more of the DC animated cartoons. Yeah. Uh, and even Avatar The Last Airbender kind of. Yeah. Yeah, this reminded me a lot of Avatar and a lot of, uh, I haven't really seen Clone Wars, but we watched the first season of Rebels last year, Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, we did. And this seems like a nice meeting point between those. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, I believe that is all for that yeah. episode. Let's get into pitches Pitch time. Yes. for next week. I'm going to be shutting Twitch down, so if you guys are saying anything else, I won't be able to see it. Because I'm going to pull up my notes. Okie doke. Um, so here's the three things that I got for you now. My my theme is loosely stuff that is based off of uh, like popular TV shows now. Like, like oh. uh, more accurately, like I want to read the comics or stuff that 
these shows are based off of. Okay. Um, however, uh, one of them, I I say we just watch the show instead. So, okay, whatever. Pitch number one: Deadly Class, volumes okay. one through two. Uh, there is uh, currently a sci-fi original show okay. based off of these comics, and I thought about pitching the show, but there's not really any place to stream it just mm-hmm. yet and the final episode uh comes out on the 20th and we're recording mm. this on the 17th um so it would have been perfect if it was all on like hulu or mm-hmm. something then it would have been like oh well that last by time that last one comes out that's when you'll be watching it but um deadly class volumes one through two uh from what i understand this is a comic about a school of assassins they mm. like t- t- teach you to be assassins or something like that um i'm interested i think the artwork looks fantastic i believe it's mm. written by rick remender art by wes C- craig um the coloring I, I don't remember who does the coloring off the top of my head but the coloring looks fantastic i've been interested in this series for a long time with them making the show everyone was like you need to go read this because it's fantastic mm. so volumes one through two of deadly class okay um, and then if we read that maybe some, sometime in the near f- future here you can go watch deadly C- class season one on your own time or something Pitch number two, mm-hmm. Umbrella Academy, season one on Netflix. Okay. This is based off of a comic book by the same name, mm-hmm. Umbrella Academy. Uh, what a lot of people don't know is that the comic book, and I believe much of the series was at least produced or consulted or something. I don't remember what credit he he gets. Um, but Umbrella Academy is written by one Gerard Way. That's the only thing I know about it. Are you Which, kidding? That's not a fun fact. I, I've That's blown so one. many people's m- 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 minds. They're like, I was like, oh, do you know who this comic is written by? I'm, I'm like, Gerard Way. And they're like, uh, yeah, who's that? I'm like, well, you might know him as the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. And they're like, no Remember shit. The chemical Romance? It belonged to him. Yeah. The possessor was he. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he also writes a bunch of comics and stuff like that. Uh, Umbrella Academy is his own original, mm-hmm. like, creator-owned comic. More recently, he's written some comics uh, for DC. He wrote some of the Doom Patrol comics, uh-huh. which DC Universe, again, were not sponsored by them, but uh, mm-hmm. they are working on a Doom Patrol TV show right now. They're midway in their first season of that. Umbrella Academy, I don't actually know what this is about ultimately uh from uh, what i understand oh you look like you were you're you were about to i've only in that i saw the netflix trailer because netflix played it for me like that you didn't request this but here you go and it I'm like, sounds okay, like there's some politely. event where people give b- birth like all at the same time they didn't know they were pregnant yeah. and all of that stuff and um there is a doctor that goes around basically adopting those babies. I mm-hmm. maybe they have special powers. I don't know, um, but I, I I guess within the first episode, you find out that that doctor has now passed away, and his 
children are kind of reuniting because of that, from what I mm. understand. I've heard nothing but good things with this book. Uh, so I'm interested, to, to say the least. Okay. With this. That's Umbrella Academy Season 1. It's on Netflix. Netflix original show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Pitch number three, I was struggling a little bit because I was like, well, maybe I can do some Doom Patrol comics and we can read the Gerard Way ones of that. But I don't want to make this a Gerard Way like thing because maybe he also has some other comics out there that we could read. But I was like, oh, there was another movie that came out that we didn't go, go, go see, but is based off some manga. Yeah. Alita Battle Angel. Uh, so I, I want to read volumes one through four because these are smaller volumes and manga mm-hmm. always reads a little bit faster. Um, but Alita Battle Angel is available on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, I believe the entire series is on there. Oh, nice. Most of it. Um, I'm not sure how many volumes there are in total. But yeah, looks a little cyberpunky. Looks like... Uh, post-apocalyptic a little bit but there's this robot i guess a little later uh that is best way to describe it is like the deadliest assassin out there but i don't know if Mm -hmm. she necessarily knows it or is discovering it i i don't know i have no frame of reference for most of these pitches um but I'm excited to dive into all of them because the movie looked really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, but apparently there's been multiple like adaptions of this manga, and th- this one is not the original. Um, huh. I, I I think there's an older one that is it is like the original one, and I, I don't even think it has Alita in the name. Um, but Alita Battle Angel Volumes One through Four. Comicsology Unlimited is pitch number three for me. Okay. Pitch number one was Deadly C- Class Volumes One through Two. Pitch number two was Umbrella Academy Season One on Netflix, and pitch number three was Alita Battle Angel Volumes One through Four on Comicsology Unlimited. I want to watch Umbrella Academy because I saw that trailer that Netflix played for me. And I did think it looked really nifty, and I've go. heard great things about it from other people. And I have been thinking about pitching this to you recently, but I, you know, me and my themes, I could never fit it into a theme. So now's the time. You did it for me. If anyone wants to, I, I, I know volume one of Umbrella Academy, the comic, uh, is also in Comixology Unlimited. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you guys want to go read that as well, you can. Uh, but we'll be talking about the show, season one of Umbrella yeah. Academy. I'm excited. Yeah, this one. seems fun. Should be good. Should be good. Uh, Melissa, where can the people find you on the magical interwebs? Spell it with a Z. (laughs) The only way to spell it. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And you can find me at YoKyleSpringer on both Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want updates uh, for the show, we are at TheWhatnots on Twitter. Uh, or the whatnots.com for more info. You can search all of our podcasts on whatever podcast app you have just by searching the whatnots. 
you like this show or any of the other ones we do, patreon.com is where you can shovel money into our mouths, and we would really appreciate it if you mm-hmm. shoveled all of the money into our mouths. That would be great because uh, it all goes back into helping uh, make this show bigger and better for you all. Uh, and hopefully maybe one day Melissa can start saving up for a new computer so we won't yeah. have yeah. camera stuff. It ended up yep. working most of the oh, good. E- episode, but every now and then you got robot here and there mm-hmm. but uh yeah hopefully down the road we can we can start in investing a little bit more and getting more patreon rewards stuff yeah uh, happening but new episodes of this show come out every wednesday you can get them early for a dollar on patreon uh usually it's like a day or two early uh and i believe that is it excuse me go like share subscribe mm-hmm. sell your soul tell a friend tell a foe Tell someone in a different space sector, uh, do whatever you have to do to spread the word because we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, And I guess we will see you next week. Adios, guys. Bye. Bye.